to a spooky edition of the Dynasty Fuckboys podcast. This is going to be episode eight. We are almost to double digits. We've got a lot to go over this week. We've got the week seven recap, the week eight preview. Our NDL Cup is finally set in stone and we'll be starting the mid-season tournament. We've got some special guests and a musical guest at the very end of the show. Ooh, it's lit in here. I'm excited. Uh, the just wanna musical say in advance. guest. Yeah, I was just going to say in advance for the fire alarm needing batteries. <laughs> apologize in advance. You know how you know how that goes sometimes. You know, it just so happens it, it decided to join us today. So, you know. You're just going to have to live with it every once in a while. You're just going to hear a little peep to know we're still here. You know, it really – it just adds authenticity, to be honest. <laughs> we don't have a nice fancy studio. We're doing this out of an apartment and out of a bedroom. So, you know what? If you have a problem with it, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> One day we will once our, our sponsors finally hook us up. We're getting there. We're getting there, Siggy. Now, I do want to go through our ever-growing list of sponsors, um, starting off with Jewel. Thank you, Jewel, for all of the lung cancer that you give each and every one of us teenagers and young adults. want to do a shout-out to China for giving us all of their money in exchange for not questioning the protesters and why they should not be there protesting democracy, uh, protesting for democracy and all of its evils. I want to do a shout-out to our new sponsor, Netflix, for allowing us the rights to the song that you heard before the show and the musical guest after the show. And finally, our – well, I guess we'll shout-out Sleeper, our other sponsor, but I can't. We couldn't have ever done this without good old White Claw. Ooh. Ain't no laws when you're drinking claws, baby. That's right, baby. I'm and sipping on a black cherry, it. Siggy. What do you got? Uh, I This is the last one, so it's a ruby grapefruit. But Ugh. if there's Gross. any good if there's any good uh, positive side out of it, just know that this has been around for a few months, and it was the last one. And it's still, <laughs> it's still up to standard, so... Just know that White Claw never has an ex- expiration date. You can always pull out the claw. Right Ain't that the, the damn truth? If I if we ever have a nuclear apocalypse, fuck the Coronas, fuck the craft beers. I'm grabbing as many cases of White Claws as yes, I can sir. take. <laughs> yes, sir. No doubt. Uh, maybe not the ruby grapefruit in an apocalypse, but every other one. That grapefruit is not good. <laughs> the three things that never go away: death, taxes. And good old White Claw, baby. Yeah, that's right. Mm. Oh, that black cherry is so good. God damn. Sucks that I only get three when I get a variety pack, and then I just have to settle for the other flavors afterwards. But Right. <laughs> you might as well just get a bunch of black cherry ones. <laughs> I mean, they do sell them, just like black cherry, but for some reason <laughs> I always get the variety pack. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a sucker for pain, what can I say? Hey, that's okay. I mean, sometimes you just gotta change it up so you don't, you know, you don't overdo it. You don't love it too much. You know what I mean? 
I 100% agree. Man, where where do we start with that week? I uh, that was rough. Week seven was Speak rough. For yourself, I had a great week seven. It, it uh, was way better than I expected. Uh, Best manager. I'm not two and five like Tanner. You know, I, I'm on uh, the uprise. And I, although I was, I'm, I'm only in sixth place. I could have easily dropped to seventh, maybe eighth. That's not the case. No, I actually, actually, I not only helped myself, I helped other people in this league. So you're welcome to those who I helped out this week. That was, that was rough. I mean, it definitely changed up the standings. If I wasn't five and one before that matchup, I'd be a lot more salty. Um, but losing to a team that had all of its best players injured just uh, really, really humbled me. I would have lost to every single team, but Jeffrey, um, Man, it would have been just the wor- the best luck in the world if I had played Jeffrey on the one week <laughs> that I team just shits the bed. Everyone would be screaming delusion. <laughs> I got so lucky. My team was a, an entire shit show, and, you know, your star receivers went off. Do you want to just start there for our Week 7 recap? Mine yeah, I mean, this is, this is the third week in a row I've started with myself, so let's just, let's just fucking keep at it, man. <laughs> Oh, God, I don't want to talk about Matt Ryan. Um, enough said. I mean, the Falcons, good God. I mean, how how much worse can it get for them? I mean, at least their offense was keeping them in the game sometimes. But with Goff on my bench against the Falcons. Uh, what was your thought process behind that one? Because I will say the Falcons have been pretty bad this year. And I know Matt Ryan's been doing pretty well. And golf has been pretty shitty. Is that kind of the reason you just you decided golf over Ryan? Purely Ryan out of the angst I had towards golf of him losing my game by scoring one point in another league, and ah. I've been rolling with Ryan, and he's been putting up huge numbers. I mean, he's the sixth ranked quarterback right now. Yeah, he he's has the been pretty good overall fantasy player total. So it's not like it was stupid to start him. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could always say, but the Falcons D, uh, shout out Tanner. But <laughs> it's, I still stand by my decision. No, I mean, sure. I think hindsight honestly, it's 2020. Well, I was going to say the guy you should probably be mad at is Arizona Cardinals coach, head coach, Cliff Kingsbury for, you know, saying that David Johnson was going to be the guy and then gave him one snap and was like, oh, no, he was just the emergency back. He just starts the game, and then he's the – and in case of an emergency, you oh, know, man. we'll play him. You're right. Please I tell mean, me you saw Matthew Barry freak out over that. No, gosh, I wish I would have, though. <laughs> oh, God, it's so cringy because it's fantasy football. Like, calm the fuck down. But he actually loses his mind over that decision because they, they tweeted out something like, I bet you wish he started – Chase Edmonds or something oh, like yeah. that. Uh-huh. And dude fucking flipped a lid. Uh, it was kind of like a next level freak out. Um, so that was that was worth it. I mean, we'll just go over it. Mixon shit the bed. Carson shit the bed. Hopkins had his best game of the year, I think. Um, no, besides week one. This is his first game over 20 since week one. So he's finally proving yeah. to be worth a shit this year. Uh, Michael Thomas, good as always. Gallup, shit the bed. Don't know why, because I thought that Amari Cooper was hurt, but he still put up five or five with 106 yards. So, yeah, that one's surprising. Know, 
I got Worst Manager, which is basically the deepest binge award unless you just really, really started some stupid people. But I had a – if I set all of the right lineup, I would have scored 176. Whoa. Yeah, 176. I, I got I mean, Best Manager, so it wasn't getting any better for me at 118. Just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you set the maximum of your lineup. I mean we both had some people shit the bed, just more people shit the bed than – Yours did. The only thing that makes me feel a little bit better about not starting golf is that I still would have lost even if I started him. It was really the Chase Edmonds debacle. I mean, point two from David Johnson. Kittle was in a rainy shit game. Uh, yeah, that was tough. Cooks had a rough game. The, my one of my highest scorers was Zerline. Like, yeah, Zerline is my third highest scorer besides. Hopkins and Thomas like <laughs> yeah and I wasn't you know I wasn't really too confident because on Thursday I had me scored that touchdown early and then Mahomes went out and I was like oh well he just caught his last pass of the night because what is Matt Moore about to do yeah, but exactly. you know for the most of the week my guys you know like my receivers at least scored like eight to ten points was like just enough like Cole Beasley I traded a fourth round pick for him because I was desperate for anybody at this point he scores his first touchdown which Saved the day for him, you know. Auden yeah. Tate at the end of the Bengals game caught a couple passes that had had him get like eight points. You know, Allen Robinson was really Allen Robinson and Josh Allen had the best days on my team, and that really saved me more than anything because. And it was a good thing I was already winning by the end of that Sunday night game because yeah. Ertz, I had to play Ertz. Obviously, I'm going to play Ertz, but I had to play Miles Sanders that was well, and the two of them combined for like eight nine points so you know i got I, I would say that i got a little a little lucky for sure this was definitely your worst week and this is definitely what i needed was to go up against somebody with the worst week and just put up at least 110 points and you know i won't get that lucky again so i'm glad i don't have to play you again but you know um like you said at least you were five and one and you didn't drop too much i mean I'm a strong believer in the faith of the fantasy gods, and I think that this week kind of proved, um, after a long time of struggling, all those games that you played against the highest teams, I think that the fantasy gods said, you know what, let's fuck over Cameron's team this week. Let's give <laughs> let's give Siggy a, a fair shot. If he wants, to, if Cameron wants to screw it up himself and start the wrong people, then that's on him. But the fantasy gods were definitely with you, and I'm I'm glad you got the dub because, I mean, now you got to, I mean, your chances of going to the playoffs would have been rough at two and five. No doubt, no doubt, for sure. I mean, uh, you were mentioning it. You were saying that a couple of two and five teams playing this week, whoever won, that's who was getting in, or two and four teams. I'm sorry, whoever oh, yeah. won that matchup was getting in. So you know, I would have been kind of on the cusp with that team competing, and. I mean, I mean, I'm still in sixth place now at the position I'm in. I would have been out of the playoff hunt. So, you know, yeah, you're definitely right. I would have had a tough, a tough stretch moving forward. Yeah. Well, speaking of that, do you want to, you want to get to my prediction of the team between Kenny and Justin? I said last week, the team that loses this game will not make the playoffs. And you pick Justin, right? I pick Justin to win. And I pick Kenny to win. Oh, yes. Kenny came through too. Thank my man, Kenny. Kenny yes, sir. Did come through. <laughs> um, I'm playing Justin this week, so I do hope that 
he has a similar week to his week this <laughs> week, but I mean, it's really just that two and five record, and that's that's tough to dig your way out of. He did it last year with a similar record, but he had a lot more people going off, and he just lost Kyrion for the year. I mean, yeah, essentially. I mean, the only game you'd have him was would be in the championship. So, yeah, and that's probably on a limited snap count, you know. Yeah, you know, depending on where they're if they're headed to the playoffs or not, for sure. Yeah, so it's going to be a trust tough stretch moving forward for Justin. Kenny Kenny's team is fucking hilarious. Literally, oh my god, sixty of his points came from two players. Half of his points came from Lamar Jackson and Maurice Jones. Or, uh, no, Marvin not Jones. Maurice Jones Drew. <laughs> Marvin Jones Jr. <laughs> Maurice Jones Drew's back in the league? Oh, nice. Stuck in 2010. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, if you go through their matchup, Lamar Jackson 23 to Deshaun Watson's 15. Kind of a rough game for him, even though he had 300 yards and a tutty. He had the two interceptions and, you know, took an L against the Colts. Yeah. Freeman had a good game for Justin. Mark Ingram had a not-so-good game for Kenny. Um, going down Kenny's list, he had Philip Lindsay with three, Marvin Jones with a 38-4 tutty Jeez. game. <laughs> My God. Uh, Willie Sneed, point two. Hunter Renfro, two. Hunter Henry, 12 points against my Titans when they lost, but he was the most consistent thing on their offense. Uh, Josh Jacobs is just incredible. I mean, yeah, I wish I had some Jacobs for sure. He's incredible. That was a great move for Kenny, uh, trading up to get him. Jordan Howard's back to being dead at six points. <laughs> Josh Myers, nine. L.A. Chargers defense at five against the Titans offense. That's... Tannehill, yeah. They allowed 400 yards. The Titans have never had 400 yards of offense all season. My, my goodness. And yeah, I think, does. I think for Justin, too, you know, he traded for Tyler Boyd. Yeah. And that hasn't necessarily been the best trade. I mean, from the first two weeks he had him. Like, last week, he struggled. This week, he had five catches on 14 targets, less than 60 yards. He fumbled. That Bengals offense is just, you know, all around rough. Like, we were talking about Mixon. And I had Tate, who didn't really do much either. But it's just been kind yeah. of a rough season for them in general. Uh, 100%. So, I mean... This has been – he traded him – Tanner's really sold high if this continues because he sold him right after a 23-point week. Yeah. And then it's been eight points combined in the last two weeks. That's uh, that's rough. Yeah, the workload's there. I just – you know, for Tanner, he's trying – like he said, you know, he's doing this weird strategy of where he was trying to prepare for the future as well as try to make the playoffs, but, you know – at this point, it's not looking one, like too bad of a trade, yeah. <laughs> so, oh man. Then man. the receivers, you know, just for Justin, I feel like most, I feel like most of the team, kind of besides Watson and Freeman and Stefan Diggs, who had 17, and the kicker, you know, most of them, everybody scored like seven and under. So, tough game for Justin, but you know, if Justin played you, he would have won. <laughs> he would have uh, by four. If that, you know tells you anything how your week your tough week went you definitely had a tough week it was brutal but you know what everybody everybody has down weeks i'm Mm -hmm. i'm gonna bounce back strong this week uh against justin i feel like but we'll get to the future matchups or the week eight matchups 
later. Which which matchup do you want to go over next? We got three left. I'm interested to talk about Tanner and Vlad because Tanner thought he was a shoe in to win that one. Yeah, uh, I mean, even Vlad was a little iffy. He called in and said he was, he was giving it a 70% chance, and this is with all of his team out. Yeah, I know. And sure enough, Vlad's team pulled through and Tanner's team going Tanner. Oh, shout out White Claw. Um, oof, God. White calls make me burp with that bubbly. <laughs> oh, so where, which side do you want to start on, Tanner or Vlad? Shoot. Let's start on the winning side. You know, with Vlad's team, despite the the tough performance from Melvin Gordon, mm-hmm. and, and who's what a just tough awful. <laughs> yeah, that, I don't know if I love trading for him. And he came out and said, you know, he lost the whole the whole holdout thing. Obviously we all knew that, but just to hear him say, he came out and he said, I'll never miss another training camp again. Just goes to show you that it'll get better, but it's going to be a slow development to get better. Cause it looks like he's got a long way to go. I don't know what he was doing, but he was not training in Cabo like Zeke was. He, I mean, apparently he was just jerking off every day. Yeah. I honestly <laughs> don't know what he was doing. Like he was taking one too many visits to P hub on his days off. Seriously. But, you know, for Vlad, you know, he's obviously got a really good team. Like, Zeke went off. Kirk Cousins did had a good game, although he benched Rodgers for Cousins, who Rodgers had 43, and that almost cost him. And, that would have been a rough loss. <laughs> but Cousins and Elliott and then, you know, Tyree Kill. And he obviously who shall not be Patriots named. Defense, who shall not be named. He's like Baltimore. <laughs> uh, you know, it was really like Cousins, Zeke, and the Patriots defense, who is just the best asset to have in fantasy, it seems like this year, that really made up for subpar and poor performances from the rest of those guys he threw in. So, you know, you know, kudos to Vlad for the second straight year. Everyone's calling themselves the waiver god, the waiver god, <laughs> Tanner. <laughs> but Vlad has had the best waiver pickups in the past two years. Last year with James Cotter, and this year. With the Pats D, so uh, uh, you know Vlad moves to five and two in first place, and Tanner's in a rough spot at two and five. What's so funny about this matchup, and I'm just now looking deep enough into it to find out, Tanner started Christian Kirk, who did not play, with zero points. His <laughs> only other two wide receivers that were playing, unless he started Dante Pettis, scored enough to get him the dub. Wait, really? Oh, Kenny Stills had 12.5. He would have won by less than a point. And Devontae Parker had fifth, had 14 points. He would have won by two points. No. Oh, so Tanner. If Tanner just checked his lineup, he would have won the game. That one hurts, Tanner. That's, that one hurts. That's, that's what... awful. And he was giving me shit <laughs> for yeah, not seriously. starting somebody who wouldn't have made a difference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that actually feels good to find out. <laughs> yeah, he was giving you shit all week. And turns out turns out that really we should just be giving Tanner shit the whole time. Yeah, and he's two and five and I'm five and two, so <laughs> uh Tanner's well, rough. Yeah, Tanner's team, you know, we thought it looked really good, but it just continues to to kind of go in the same direction as it did last year. You know, yeah. toward the bottom. 
I don't think Tanner will ever get worse manager because he doesn't have enough bench players to score enough to be able to <laughs> to make that happen. That's impossible. You have to have players scoring on your bench yeah. to even get worse manager. Seriously, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, <laughs> that Antonio Brown trade, I think, hurt him a little bit too. Ooh, I mean, and he has so- to just sit on to him. <laughs> I mean, he might come back. He might. Probably Somebody not, will get but... desperate enough, but that's rough. Yeah. I mean, Tanner had a pretty good week. You know, Brissett, 27, Fournette, 15. Sony had three touchdowns, 21. Woods, Sutton, they both had over double digits. Ingram obviously got hurt. And then his flexes, I mean, they scored a reasonable eight to seven points, which is all you can really ask for your flexes. Played the right defense. The Bills over the Bears. I mean, but, man, that Christian Hurd goose egg. Really, really yeah. hurts. I mean, Will Fuller, who had played, you know, one or had one catch, was even got just more than Christian Kirk. So, ouch, Tanner, two and five, and you got to play Adam this week. So, good luck to you, brother. Oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> got to play but, another stack team. So, good luck to you, man. Two and six coming at you live. <laughs> man, that's, well, speaking of Adam, let's go into his just complete butt raping. Yeah, I mean, I think at this point, like, no offense to Jeffrey, I don't think he would actually care, but, you know, I think he's just trying to tank tank for Tua, you know, he he doesn't really care to lose at this point. He'll set his lineup, you know, hope to pull off an upset. Maybe he can, he can kind of ruin some playoff hopes and chances down the stretch, but, you know, at this point, I think a loss could be a good thing for him with all this picks he has. Yeah, the, the thing that sucks, though, is he doesn't have his own first-round pick. No. Oh, Tanner has it? No. Yeah, somebody else does. No. That's that's Dude. what hurts so bad about, like, tanking if you don't have your own first-round pick. He has – here's the first-round picks he has. Vlad, Adam, and Kyle. Two teams that are 5-2 and two and one team that's 4-3. and three. So they're going to be bottom round – bottom of the first picks. I mean, yeah, he's got three of them. And it's a numbers game, but you want that number one overall. For sure, yeah. I think the good thing for him could be that Nikhil Harry's coming back. Yes, he needs he him. Could be, he could either be a stepping stone moving forward for him or, you know, just with how the Patriots' receiving core is looking. I know they added Muhammad Sanu, but, you know, they're essentially just getting rid of Josh Gordon. But it could be an, another asset for him to maybe package enough to get his first-round pick or another first-round pick back you know so yeah that's a thought and i jeffrey will shift around and get something going here in the future but this year is definitely a bust yeah. i uh and i think i think he's okay with that i mean yeah i, think I don't think he has any problem with that i was gonna say i think it was kind of bust once saquon was traded away but you know if that's you know we'll see how montgomery's doing but montgomery's not looking like the guy that everybody thought of coming in no, he's not. I mean, do we are we putting the Dun chain on Jeffrey? Is there we put the Dun chain on any team that we think there's no way they're making the playoffs. Oh yeah. I think it's he's done though. Alright, well our first Dun chain goes to Sorry, Jeffrey. Jeff. You know what the thing is? I did try to trade for one of those tight receivers because I needed a receiver last week. And now he's probably there's probably someone for even higher, so that sucks because <laughs> they look a lot better with Tannehill, and I kind of 
kind of thought they would. And sure enough, Corey Davis goes off. Looks like the the receiver he should be. So sucks I didn't get Corey Davis. <laughs> yeah. Jeffrey's also going to have, like, Drew Brees and people coming back. Jarvis Landry's just been playing, like, asshole. Um, sure. I mean, there's good people, but, yeah, the – the Montgomery trade's not aging well with him. I mean, the whole team of Chicago only gave the ball to the running back six times, and Montgomery only got two of those carries. Yeah, that's true. I so mean, that's... Allen Robinson was only effective one, really, in that game. Yeah. I mean, and uh, there's not much to say about Adams' team. It just went off again, as it usually does. He's got a lot of good studs, and they all produce besides Keenan Allen, who is starting to suck. Yeah, he's got, you know, a, a star-studded team, guys who's scoring double digits every week. And, and you look at his bench with other guys who also are putting up double digits. You know, Jamal Williams continues to look better. Still, ha- You know, D.D. Westbrook looked really good. Yep. Jameson Crowder, I think, will be better when they're not playing the Pats. Got James White. You know, that girly trade, I think it really helped both of us. For him, Depp, and me, uh, I've... You know, my team has just been undefeated with Gurley for whatever reason. I don't know. <laughs> he only scored 11 points last week, but they've been pretty good with him. So he is the magic man for apparently. So, you know, moving forward, Adams four and three. You know, I think we're going to start seeing Adam trim back up after a, f- a couple of down weeks. I think so too. I think so too. Well, that only leaves one matchup, and that's Kyle and Andre are. Are Patrick Mahomes, who's hurt in real life, and his team is hurting in fantasy life. He is on a three-game losing streak, I believe. Yeah, uh, 104 yes. to 115. Kyle is now 5-2 and two after, you know, we continue to reiterate this, but completely flipping that team around. Got his first taste of Saquon this week, and... Saquon looked like he was going to be done again, and somehow he arose from the dead. I was like, oh, no. I didn't He's come back just to play part of the game. Dude, yeah. I I don't know. So that ended up helping out. Both teams had some injuries, and some guy, one guy ejected. But, you know, uh, I think the biggest thing for Andre was that he played his flexes. I mean, Marquise Goodwin zero points. Devin Singletary only had seven carries. And his return against Miami, you know, if he plays like Latavius Murray, even in one of those spots, it's a win. So, tough one for Andre to sit on, but even though he's going through a rough patch, I think I think he's going to be okay. I think he's he's probably going to return to the playoffs. I mean, this is, this is rough, though. I mean, he's lost Patrick Mahomes. Adam Thielen is hurt. He's still has um, Devontae Adams hurt. I mean, uh, there's so many problems going on. It sucks. Like, I feel bad for him. This best thing he has is Darren Waller, who's just absolutely eating, just munching right now. Uh, uh, Yeah, I know. It it does suck for him, but I think, you know, Thielen will be up this game, and I think Adams will probably be up this game, but he'll be back soon. You know, Robbie Anderson, there's been reports of him the Jets willing to trade him for the right the right package. I think they're trying to get some draft picks out of him. He's a little inconsistent, but he, if you put him on the right team, you know, he could be good. So Patrick Mahomes, I saw him in practice today, and that dude looked like nothing was wrong with him. He was moving fine, stretching. So, yeah, you know, I think 
better days are to come for Andre, but maybe he saw his best days early on. And <laughs> now he, he's also going through a rough patch. So we'll see if it, it can turn around. I don't know who he plays this week. Let's see who do you play this week, Andre. I mean, we'll break it down more. Oh, Kenny. So that's going to be an important matchup for both teams. Ooh. And that's a good one. Andre, if you just want to trade Dalvin Cook, you need some more depth. I'd, I'd be willing to go that route. Oh, we got a trade offer going on the air. <laughs> I mean, Dalvin Cook's a stud. We'll, you know, we'll we'll see how Andre responds to that. But okay, okay, he'll definitely listen. He'll definitely hear it out. <laughs> now, I do think it's worth commenting. So Sam Darnold, he's currently seeing supernatural phenomenon. <laughs> correct. That that is correct. Yes. So his fantasy score this week oh, was gosh. negative. Six point six six. What? Oh so, no! Literally invoked Satan to come out and send his demon ghosts onto the field by playing so bad <laughs> in fantasy football. I mean, that's the only logical explanation. Oh, and it was rough for everybody else to watch as well. Not not just for him playing. Well, for Jets fans, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, real rough when you think, oh, don't worry. We'll we'll be better this time around playing the Pats. Um, we were worse. <laughs> Luke Falk did so a better many job hot apparently. Takes that he was that they were going to win or upset the Pats or make it close like I was hoping it was going to be close. 11 for 32, 86 yards, four picks, fumbled, negative 6.66. That was a seeing ghost. And I don't. I still don't know why the Jets management and coaches and they're calling them out. I, I'm still very confused by that. But you know, hopefully, you know, it's just a bad game. That's a really good defense. Sam Darnold will come back from the supernatural world, <laughs> and hopefully, he'll get back on track. And maybe he'll be an asset for Andre's team down the road. Maybe. Well, I don't think he's probably going to start Sam Darnold after that performance, but maybe he's an asset down the road. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. So that was our week seven recap. I'll go over the standings real quick. We have a new number one temporarily. It's going to be Mr. Vlad tied in first place with me and Kyle, but he has the points for by about 33. So right now Vlad is in first place. I am in second. Kyle is in third. In fourth place, we have another tie with the points four going towards Adam, followed by Andre. Then we have another tie for sixth place, but the points four go towards Siggy for six, Kenny for seventh, and then we have a three-way tie for eight, nine, and ten, and that's Tanner, Justin, and Geoff. So it looks like we're just all kind of fighting for that six spot. Yeah, with all of the scores within three games right now, this is going to be a really interesting playoff hunt. Because a lot could change when there's sure, six sure. games left. Yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, three and four. I mean, even two and five. Five and two is not a huge discrepancy. No, you so, went out. Yeah. You're at eight and five. That's a playoff. Sure. So it is going to be interesting. I feel like, do you feel like it's a little bit closer than last year? Um, 
It's hard to remember without actually looking at it and being in there, but I definitely feel like there were some teams that were... Well, I feel like Justin would have been the team that we counted out last year because he started off so rough, but he made it to the championship and won, so... That's true. I think the only team that, you know, we put the Dunn chain on Jeff, but I think, you know, for for Geoff's sake, I think he kind of realized that when he traded Saquon and traded for a bunch of first-round picks, so... And I don't think he'd be mad to hear that. I think that's what he's going for. Yeah, and luckily I get Geoff this week, but we can talk about that more later. Well, we're here. We're here. We're at the week eight. Let's go. Let's go. You already mentioned it. Let's go right into your matchup. Okay. Okay. Sure. So obviously I need a win to go to four and four and the return of CMC, possibly the return of Camara. It's a limited practice. And so I got the three headed monster back. Uh, Also the return of Chris Godwin, who is the number one receiver before his buy. So now I have a little. And so uh, is he? Yep, he's number one in standard, number two in PPR. Oh, I'll take that. Okay, so him and a- and Allen Robinson, he's looked really good, you know, pretty much the entire season. So now they kind of form a pretty good tandem with uh, DJ Chark in the middle of those guys. Still not loving Urch, you know, that girly I mentioned, and I, you know, my one flex is probably the only thing I'm looking at and wondering what I should do with. But you know, I feel like. Hopefully, A.J. Green comes back. Josh Gordon, it looks like he's going to join another team. We just don't know which one. So, it's looking like it, it, things are turning up for me. Now, if Jeff upsets me with the with the team of Murray, Carlos Hyde, David Montgomery, a couple of tight receivers in Davis and Brown, Sanders and his new 49ers team, Larry Fitz, T.J. Hawkinson, MVS, and then the defense and kicker. Well, it's going to be a huge setback. I'm not going to lie. That's going to really that's going to really t- uh, tear my morale out. But I mean, this is this is a game that you should definitely win. I feel like I mean, I thought I was going to win against you so much last week that I made a bet that I would sing the Stranger Things song if I lost. And I feel like you should make a bet for if, if you if lose. I... Okay. Um, who? What? Okay, I will think about that as we go through the matchups. What I could do. Okay. Okay. I can think I about can it. Sing a song. I can come back to it. Oh, singing with Siggy, new segment. <laughs> Let me think of a song I can sing. Okay. Okay. okay we'll we'll, we'll roll back to it, but uh, let's make our predictions. Um, uh, I'm gonna pick Siggy. I knew it's a hot take, but I'm going with Siggy. I didn't pick myself last week, and that ended up going the opposite way for me, thank God. So I'm going to pick myself <laughs> this week. Okay, okay. Now, I want to save the best matchup of this week for the last, so let's go into, ooh, Kenny and Andre. That's still a pretty good matchup, okay. Yeah, that is a good matchup. Um, it's not the matchup I'm most excited for, but no, I think a lot of this game determines on if Josh Jacobs is going to play or not. Yeah, I think so too. Um, is he? Oh, he's questionable. I did not see that. I feel like he's been kind of questionable. It says he plans to play. He's not practicing. But yeah, important game for both of them. I think Kenny pulled out a big time win last week. Andre is on a three game losing streak and hoping to turn things around a little bit. He'll be without Thielen. 
but it looks like he's got Ola B.C. Johnson going this week against the Redskins, who's yep, a yep. rookie out of Colorado State. So he had 12 points last week, had a touchdown there. So maybe he is the beneficiary of Thielen being out. But, you know, for Kenny, it's kind of just been like the receivers for mostly, you know, like Marvin Jones, like you probably wish he spread out those four touchdowns a little bit over the course of the season. Yeah. But, uh, you know, still looks like he continues to get better. And Tyrell looks like he's back this week, hopefully. You know, he's he's starting two tight ends. He's tight end flexing here. So, yep, it, yep. It's, it's definitely interesting. You know, Andre's put Latavius in. I like it. Calvin Ridley looks better with most of the new traded. Um, oh, Dana wow, yeah. Houston. Big uptick. Yeah, so... Ooh, uh, it, it, it's kind of hard for me to pick, to be honest. I don't, I don't know. You know, I picked Kenny last week, and he really delivered. No Lamar this week. Wait, before you pick, I think we should do the way that we picked teams last week. Oh gosh! All right. Um, no Lamar. Jacob should play. They're playing Houston. Okay. Marvin Jones, Curtis Samuel. Okay, other side is Mac Cook. Ooh, he's got Cook and OBC Johnson. Give off a really good start. Waller. At this point, I'm just talking to myself. Okay, I got who I want. I know who okay. I'm picking. Okay. Three, two, one. Andre. Andre. Oh. <laughs> oh. Sorry, Kenny. Sorry, Kenny. I, I didn't pick you for a second straight week. I just think that playing against Washington, they're going to get off to a good start. So. Yeah, Dalvin Cook's going to eat. He is, uh, as Andre has changed his name, he's the chef because he eaten. <laughs> he eaten. No, he literally is eating. <laughs> I, I hate the Jameis Winston matchup. The Tennessee defense is yeah, fucking phenomenal. And, oh, man. I mean, I just want to take a second to discuss the air in that stadium with the Chargers on the one-yard line, first and goal, 37 seconds left. I can't believe that. I mean, we were all talking about – we were like, God damn it, why didn't they just give Austin Eckler the touchdown so we can at least have some time to get the ball down the field and maybe, just maybe score. And we were down four. If our fucking Cody Parkey made his PAT, we would have been down three and we could kick a field goal. But we were riding Tannehill high, but – Rivers marched down the field, and they were on the one-yard line. First and goal, 37 seconds to go, and we stopped him. And then we stopped him again. And then he fumbled. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I So you were at the game, but from uh, my perspective, electric. I was only watching it through Sleeper. And Ooh, so, interesting. so they were – so Gordon got the original touchdown, right? So – yeah. His points. I had him on another team, and he he had like 15 points. I was like, oh, yes, like perfect. And then all of a sudden, I check it again, and he's got six points. <laughs> so now, <laughs> not only has he take, had the touchdown taken away, he's also fumbled. And I'm like, oh, wait. Big old nine-point swing. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what just happened? I can't believe that. Great job by the Titans defense. You know, goal line stand. Tough one for Kenny. And now he's putting Rivers out there against the Chicago Bears D, so – as Ooh, much as I don't like matchups. the matchup, yeah. I don't, as much as I don't like the Winston matchup, like I don't think the Rivers versus the Bears is going to be that much better. Um, yeah. So, you know, I think 
I think Andre's going to get back on track here. But again, Kenny's all about being the underdog. He loves it. So we'll see what happens. Okay. Okay. All right. Andre's getting that dub. Now let's go into. Let's do Kenny and. No, let's do Tanner and Adam. Okay. It's uh, <laughs> projected to be closer than I would have thought. 145 Adam, 131 Tanner. Okay, interesting. A little bit from me. I think it has more to do with Cortland Sutton. Yeah. Being the guy now. Juju is bat this week for him. Kenny Stills inserted into the lineup with Will Fuller Hurt. Ingram. Oh, Ingram is going to play. I thought he was hurt. I thought he had a neck injury. I guess he's okay. He's questionable. And Adam is essentially throwing out the same lineup as last week because why wouldn't he? <laughs> so, ooh, this one's this one's tough, but I feel like we both know where we're going with this one. <laughs> should we, we? We should definitely still do the the three, two, one. Yeah, let's go ahead. And I'm starting to get out. addicted to it. Yeah, let's just knock this one out. Three, two, one, Adam. Adam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Tanner. Um, Tanner actually, like, his team looks pretty good. It looks like he's got some good bench depth with, he got yeah, the Lions back up. now. Yeah, I mean, he's got, he's got the Lions back up in there for a carry on. He's got Christian Kirk who will come back. Parker's look pretty good, although he plays for the Dolphins. Robert Woods is being benched this week. Interesting. Oh, that's, he said that that's the number one wide receiver on the team for the Rams. And they're playing Cincinnati. Mm, okay. Interesting. 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 Well, um, Tevin Coleman is looking really good. Yeah, he has looked really good, and he looks like he's getting the bulk load of the carry. So Yeah, there's been some injury issues with the other guys, and it's kind of led Coleman to just get the lion's share of the carries, and uh, that's a that's a damn good team. They're undefeated. I still can't get over that. I still forget oh. that they're undefeated. Undefeated. Your defense looks great. You know, I haven't changed their defense out, I think, all year, except for their bye. You shouldn't and have to. they add Emmanuel <laughs> Sanders. And, you know, moving forward, they're, they're looking pretty good. I, I don't want to say they're looking like Kaepernick days, but they're looking pretty good. Yeah. All right. Well, I want to save the best matchup for the most exciting matchup yeah. this week for last. Great. So let's go into me versus Justin. Um. I'm not going to get cocky anymore because my team proved that it could just shit the bed. I am definitely putting Edmonds in the lineup this week. What if Dave Johnson plays? No? Doesn't matter? I think that the injury is a little more serious than they were telling us. And if a guy gets three touchdowns and over 100 yards, I feel yeah, like yeah. you're going to give him the lion's share at least until David Johnson is fully healthy. Like he gave them security in starting him. Uh, yeah, and they they signed Alfred Morris, so it looks like DJ, and he hasn't practiced all week. So I think they would just shit him again. I think they're okay with playing Edmonds after last week, and I think he'll be okay. Um, how are you feeling about Mixon? I should ask you about. I want to ask you about Joe because. Mixon has, although I think he's a world-class talent, he is in a terrible situation, I think. Yeah, and he's one of those guys that I'm going to start him every week. Um, I feel like he has the pedigree to where you'll look like an idiot if you bench him and he goes off. 
Um, sure. I don't have anybody on my bench that I'd rather put in than him. So, I mean, what are my options? If I don't put him in, I got Frank Gore, uh, Penny, Ronald Jones. Uh, yeah, I guess so. You could put Edmonds and put another receiver in. I mean, the only options I have are Allison or... Oh, yeah. A Cooper's on by. I didn't realize that. Yeah, okay, Cooper's yeah. on by or else he'd be in there and I wouldn't even have to worry about mixing. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to be starting John Brown every week now. I'm done counting him out. He's so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he's just good. like the number one target there. Bills have been good. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. He's an easy 10 points every week, it seems like. So I don't blame you for playing yeah. John Brown. Good pickup on your part. I'm... uh. I'm interested to see what Justin's going to do at tight end because he's starting <laughs> Jason Witten and he does not have another tight end on That's his team. That's going to be a last-minute a last pickup. Yeah, and just looking at the waivers, they are slim pickings. Let me look here. He's got Chubb back this week, so... If I was going to pick up anybody, you know, I think it would be Kyle Rudolph who's playing tonight. <laughs> um, I mean, Vance McDonald, Goddard. you. Goddard be okay. eh. These are all ugly choices, honestly, though. Yeah. You're just hoping for a lucky touchdown. Yeah. I mean, Goddard had a really good week last week and hurt Seth, but I don't expect that every week. Yeah, John to be good if Delaney doesn't play. Although he only had three catches. Trey Burton is, uh, that was such a waste of money, I feel like, for him. So bad. I mean, just just not good. I, I'm just not, it ain't it. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Justin, he's going to have to have some good matchups. You have to give it off to a good start this week. Yeah. And We'll see you know. how Diggs does tonight. I think that's going to set the tone. Because sure. um, he's playing a shitty defense he's and he's coming off a 143 yard game. Yeah, and he's, he's got the Vikings defense as well. So we'll see if they can stop Case Keenum and the yeah. Redskins. I'm really wondering what he's going to do when Kareem Hunt comes back and he has to choose between Chubb and Hunt. I mean, you got to put Chubb in, but there's going to come a time where does he start both of them? Does he start one or the other? Which one do you start? I mean, that's a. That's going to be an interesting decision to watch play out. I honestly think the biggest, like what I would do if I had Kareem Hunt, I think I would just hold on to him and For hope sure. that he signs somewhere else next For year. For sure. You can't let him go. His, we've yeah. seen what he can do when he's healthy and not kicking women. It's like he's pretty good football player. Yeah. I just got a trade in another league. This guy proposed me Nikhil Harry for David Johnson. <laughs> Yeah, I'm Jesus not Christ. On that one. I, <laughs> I don't think he's that injured, so that's just that's a trade where if they send me any other trades, I just ignore them because that's just so bad. It's a terrible trade. I have no like. Okay, anyway, that's another league. So who cares? Yeah. Um, well, who who do we got? You want to do three, two, one on this one? Oh, sure. Uh, yeah, let's do it. All right, three, two, one. Cam, thank you. <laughs> He didn't say anything. I picked Cameron. Pick, oh, okay. Okay, you should pick Cameron. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad you have faith in yourself. So, um, uh, you got golf back I in there. I'll get the dub. I think I'll get the dub. I think you will too. I'm glad you got golf back in there. So, yeah. 
I'm not sorry. I'm just glad that Matt Ryan's hurt because I'm not. I mean, these guys have both burned me so many times. I mean, Goff one point last week, he was on my bench. And then Ryan with two points the next week in my starting lineup. So it's just like, it's just going to be a fucking headache every week from here on out. But hopefully they get their shipped right. Or they get their ship right. But uh, let's get on to the mess of the week. The big game. The game that really will set the tone for... And one of these teams is coming out at six and two, guaranteed. Yeah, yeah. That's, oh man, this is gonna be a this is a great game. I mean, it couldn't have been set up any better than this. It seems like they're projected the around the same score. I don't think there's any serious buys in this week unless Zeke. I've missed something. Oh, Zeke, that's a huge one. Okay, so I did miss something. Zeke is the biggest one, and then. For Kyle, he's got Mark Andrews out at tight end, so he's putting in Jimmy Graham. Ah, tough one to pick. I mean, Vlad's team is still stacked, but Kyle has... I mean, what streak is Kyle on? How many games has he won in a row? Let's find out. Uh, Kyle's team has been really, really shown out, but he is on a three-game win streak right now. Man. So he was 2-2, two and two, and he hasn't lost since. Yeah, so he's uh, he's one pretty fine. Lucky for him, Uh, James Conner. Ooh, he gets so. I always love the good juicy matchups on Mondays. I think so. Like Vlad has James Conner playing Monday against Miami, so that could work in his favor. I don't think Kyle has any Steelers players, but oh, I love it. So it's all going to come down to James Conner. On Monday night, if he's not already up by Monday. Yeah, and a Sunday night game looks important. The Chiefs and Packers. Kyle's got Aaron Jones and Jimmy Graham. And Vlad's got Tyreek. Who will not be named. Who shall not be named. Thank you. And and Vlad's got Terry McLaurin to get the week going. Scary Terry. See if that sets the tone. There's so many scary Terry's. Like, is everyone named Terry just scary at this point? Yeah, I... It's a friendly Terry, huh? I really don't know. I always think... Whenever I think of scary Terry, I think of the episode of um, Rick and Morty. Yeah, me the, too. That's, it's, I don't know if that's where it came from, but I think it's just Terry rhymes with scary because I'm pretty sure they also call that to the you know, the ex... Um, Celtics player. Yeah, Terry Rozier. They, yeah. they call him Scary Terry. So Now who, I think he's a Charlotte Bobcat, if I'm not mistaken. A Charlotte Hornet. But oh, whatever. Yes, same city. I forgot. <laughs> eh, who cares? The team that Michael yeah. Jordan owns. Yeah. And, and interesting, Kyle has Sammy Watkins, who looks probable this week. He's someone he could play. I doubt he will. I don't blame yeah. him. But that would be an interesting wrinkle throw in there. So, ooh, okay. Do you want to All right. three, we'll two, do one the three, two, one? one, and I'll actually do this one. Okay. Okay. This is a good one. All right. Okay. I'm interested to see you pick. All right, go ahead. Three, two, one. Vlad. Wow. Oh, oh, we got some yes. contention. Yes. Okay. A first, a first, uh, first one we disagreed on. Okay. Yeah. 
I honestly, you know, I, I I do like Vlad's team a little bit better, but I can't go against Kyle. I'm rooting him on. <laughs> he, he, win streak. I just think there's there's no weak points that I can see in in Vlad's team, and there's some small weak points I can see in Kyle's. I hate Carson Wentz right now. He's playing Buffalo. That's a bad matchup. I don't really care for DJ Moore. He's playing San Francisco. That's somehow an even worse matchup. Um, Jimmy Graham. He, he's going to get off to the best start tonight. McLaurin. Yeah, I think a lot of it. I mean, if McLaren or McLaurin or Scary Terry, whatever you want to fucking call him, if he starts off well, it's going to be definitely set the tone for the game. But I, um, uh, I think Vlad will get it. I, uh, I wish both of these teams would lose, if that's possible. <laughs> Maybe we'll get a tie. Um, that's impossible. Sure, and sure enough, <laughs> surely the Patriots can't score twenty plus again. Surely they can't. I mean, they're number six overall in fantasy out of Good everybody. God. That's nuts. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that is just oh, that's a God. cheat code. I don't understand. Oh, uh, man. Well, oh, wow. That's all of our week eights. That's our week eights. Uh, I'm interested to hear in the the NDL Cup because we're we're moving on. Oh, okay. I will pull up the NDL Cup right here. We have now moved on to the tournament stage of it. So each of these team matchups that I list will be playing each other for the next three weeks, and we will add up their scores and so after three weeks whoever has the highest total will be moving on to the next round towards that prize of 50 shekels Ooh! all right so our first matchup the one seed versus the eight seed vlad versus kenny Ow. this is uh <laughs> i uh let's give our predictions for these why don't we i uh i think vlad is gonna win this I do too because Vlad seems to be scoring one thirty plus every week since that first yeah. week. So yeah. All right, let's go to the second seed versus the seventh seed, and that's going to be me versus Tanner. Who you got? Again, you've been scoring one thirty plus except for last week, so I'm not going to change my mind on that one. Okay. Uh, and I Tanner feel way more confident about this with it being three week averages instead of. Yeah. Sure. One week to week. Uh oh. Now, uh, yeah. I was just gonna. I was trying to think of who would three, three and six was, but I'm sure you're about to say that. Oh, three and six, Andre versus Kyle. Now this is a good matchup. Andre versus Kyle. Oh. Three weeks. Who you got? Uh. Three weeks. I have to think about how the teams are going to progress. Andres without Pat Mahomes all three of those weeks. But he could have Adams back, and he could have Thielen back. But Kyle is healthy for the most part. I'm going to go with Kyle just because of the injuries Andres facing. I'm not saying that Kyle's going to have a better record by the end of the year, but for this part of the Indale Cup, I think Kyle's going to have the advantage. Okay. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to go with Kyle too. Um, I, I think, yeah, with Patrick Mahomes being out, I think he's got a better shot. Now this is the closest one. 
four seed Adam versus five seed Siggy. Yeah, I... This is going to be the best one to watch. I want to pick myself, but he's honestly just been scoring more than me. I mean, like, he's got a nine-point advantage on me throughout the year. So maybe I'm not giving myself enough credit scoring a little bit more than I think I am, but my team is a little... Like up and down with injuries, so I'm actually gonna I'm actually gonna pick Adam on this one. Okay, I'm I uh, myself. I uh, I love you, buddy, but I was gonna pick Adam too. His team's no. kind of going off. Yeah, <laughs> and, sorry. No, I mean it's it's fine. I mean just like Kamara's banged up, Gurley seems fine, but you know like we know his history. You know I I, I still don't have like my flex is still Autumn Tate for like the third straight week. <laughs> so, yeah. and and I have. The bye next week, I'm pretty sure I have Kamara out anyways for week nine. And I have somebody else out. I want to say, no, not Alan Robinson. I have I have a couple more people out that can also hurt my chances as well. So I don't blame you at all for that one. Okay. Well, that's going to be our NDL Cup. We'll kind of follow up a little bit after each podcast just to see how things are going until we get to the until we get to the end, which is going to be our championship week. So I'm uh, very excited to see how this all goes. Oh, also, the people who didn't make it are Justin and Jeffrey. Wah, wah, wah. I looked like Justin was gonna was on the comeback for a second there. Yeah, it did. It did. Um, but, alas, it did not play out as well as we <laughs> thought it might. If you or Vlad get upset by Tanner or Kenny, I think that will be the most shocking thing about the whole cup. Yeah, in three weeks, that would yeah. be insane. But, yeah. yeah, I mean, I've seen crazier things happen. So. Is it good? Yeah. No, definitely. That's definitely true. I mean, I think it's just going to come down who can consistently score, obviously. like, But I think it's going to be important for, you know, for – Kyle, or not Kyle, I'm sorry, Kenny and Tanner to score at least 110 points in all three of their matchups to give them a chance. Yeah. Well, with that being said, uh, I want to introduce our new segment. I think that there was a lot of love for the Vlad shout out. So we're going to create it as an official segment as many weeks as we can get somebody to call in and we're going to call it the shit talk shout out. Who do we got on the line this week for shit talk shout out? Well, we're about to make the call, and as soon as he answers, you will definitely know the voice. I'm. He told me I could call anytime. We'll see if that's accurate. <laughs> but we're so. ringing. Will we get him to pick up? Hey, we've got Kenny live from Vegas. Oh my goodness, he picked up. Word. Man, I know you can't hear Siggy. He's in my ear right now, Shut but. Up, Siggy! What's up, man? Shut up, Siggy! Kill! Y'all, I know y'all 
say I totally appreciate you guys, man, for this podcast, dude. Like, I literally look forward to this shit every fucking week, man. <laughs> guys, literally, I, I ain't gonna lie, man. Since this group, dog, this group is the reason why I always either get first or second inside my work leads, you know what I'm saying? I'm tired of slipping out. <laughs> I just ran upstairs. Can't <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> need to get out of his deals. It's, it's time for him to shit talk. Hell yeah, man. I mean, that that's what Siggy just said in my ear. He said, he said you got to get out of your fields. We need some shit talking. Hell yeah. Man, fuck Tanner, dude. Fuck Tanner, man. Right off the bat. Actually, I'll take it back. He's actually doing good, dude, but he always fucks himself up because he trades a good player for picks. And we never know who's going to come out next year. And like, I done told him, dude, like, you literally, like, he always does great with picks, but Jeffrey is the pick king. Oh, Tanner D. He's always the pick king. No, Jeffrey is the pick king. Okay. I've seen nobody have fifteen picks in one <laughs> draft in one round. That's true. One and a half rounds. One and a half rounds. So, like, dude, it, it's definitely impossible. Jeffrey is the pick king. Tanner is also. He's just like the. Now Tanner, he, he's good at fantasy. I ain't gonna lie, he's good at fantasy. He just fucks himself up, and that's all. We just let him fuck himself up because I mean, he never knows. He's just like fuck it. I mean, shit. Fuck like it. That's what he does. Like, that's, that's what he does. But I mean, you know what I'm saying? I do appreciate you guys. Uh, also, man, my team is actually, you know what I'm saying? I love my team. But honestly, for the first time ever, I'm going to say it, yes. I did fuck up two years ago trading all my great players. My first season. Oh, he admitted that he should talk to himself. This is breaking. Like, game six. Yes, this is breaking news. Honestly, I honestly did not know how to play fantasy until like game six. Honestly, I'm not gonna lie. I thought you literally traded players every year. I'm being dead serious. Well, I mean, every game. I, I mean, mean every game, honestly, I understand. When I was like, "Fuck," but I mean, I honestly did good in my first season. But now, honestly, like after game six, I was like, "All right, cool." So now, you know, what I'm saying I'm actually getting better. But honestly, like I can't lie, my team just trust when I say. Playoff bound, baby. Oh, yes, Cam. You heard it here first. Okay, Siggy, I know you can hear me, man, but you heard it here as well. <laughs> oh my gosh, I gotta what ask you, Kenny. Who are you gonna man? knock out? Who are you going to knock out of the playoffs to get in? <sighs> man, well, you know, Adam's very hard to knock out, you know, he, oh. you know, it's Adam, so everybody always want to knock out Adam because it's Adam, you know. He's like, just fuck it. it. It's Adam. But, like, I fucking love Adam, but I can't knock him out, man. His team is just, he knows how to win. And so it's hard to knock him out. Now, you, Cam, you honestly is like number one in this league every year. So it's, I, I definitely can't give it away. Every time I play you, I know I'm going to take a loss. <laughs> well, thank you, man. But next year, man, I got you next year for sure. Next year's Hopefully. a new year. Yes, sir. You know it. <laughs> but honestly, I'm trying to say, I love you, Siggy, but I'm trying to say either you. Or wait, yeah, either Steve or Justin. Team, it's good, but he don't really have no receivers. There's like no like you know top fifteen receivers. Yeah. He has great receivers, but they're young as fuck. So literally, he is honestly the black horse inside the damn thing. Yeah, the opposite of the black horse, opposite of black horse. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> damn, he is black too. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> But honestly, just thinking or Justin, honestly. But I mean, you know, I'm always trying to go for playoffs. And honestly, if, it, if I don't make it, 
it's always just a step closer, you know what I'm saying, to getting like, to the playoffs because it's all about improvement, and I am determined to determined. win. Determined. You know well, I got to say, man, I slept on Lamar Jackson, but he's your – He's your biggest. I mean, he's your future. He's the future of your team yeah, right now. Yeah, I told y'all, man. I told y'all. Is <laughs> a hell of a player. He is. And he like, sure he, is. like he just on the perfect team, honestly. Because if he was on any other team, but the motherfucking Seahawks or the Ravens, he would be a terrible quarterback. He'd be like the next RG three. Oh, I'm being honest. Alf. But he's on a great team because they all like they're one first team, so it gives him a chance to actually sit in the pocket and throw that bitch if he needs to. And he's a great runner, so it's like it's just like he's a younger, faster Russell Wilson. If I'm being honest, a younger, faster Russell Wilson. And that's what I told y'all, man. He is the future. Well, we didn't listen. Amazing. You were right. <laughs> I got him in every league, man. But he's on a bye this week. He's on a bye this week, so my so me playing Andre, man. Mm, it's gonna be tough. Like I always say, determination wins, and defense wins games. And I'm hoping that my charges turn around and get W against these Chicago Bears, you know what I'm saying? So, see you, man. I wish you could respond, dude. I love you, dude. I love you. <laughs> really glad that I hey, wait. Let's see. Siggy, do you got? Do you have any questions or anything to say to Kenny since I'll, I'll be the, the medium between y'all two? Tell Kenny I love him, and although I don't hope that he knocks me out, you know, I hope that he can... You know, make it make it further than he has in the past. What does he think about potentially knocking out one of the new guys like Andre or Kyle? Okay, so Kenny, yeah, Siggy says that he loves you and he wants to know what do you think about potentially kicking out one of the new guys like Kyle or Andre from the playoff run? What do you think your odds are? Uh, I honestly forgot about them two in the thing. Their teams are quiet, you know what I'm saying? Their team, they're good, but they're quiet good, you know what I'm saying? Like, like honestly, like, didn't even know that he had spunk. That I didn't know that, that uh, Kyle had Saquon Barkley, bro, until, like, <laughs> six months. They said, what the fuck? He said, I was, like, I was confused. And I mean, you know, but honestly, yeah, actually, come to think of it, Kyle is actually going to make playoffs for the next couple of games. He has Saquon Barkley, so I mean, that's guaranteed. I'm being honest. He has Saquon Barkley, so he's guaranteed playoffs for a while. Okay. And he has... And he has an up-and-coming rising star in Aaron Jones, so he's definitely going to be in the playoffs for at least the next two or three years. Andre, uh, Andre, my homie, man, I fucking love that dude. I'm, Cam, I'm so glad that you brought him to the group, dude. He's fucking amazing. He he's is. fucking amazing, dude. Oh, my God. God damn, he's fucking amazing. I know y'all have a special Andre. relationship. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> Melvin Gordon, not to me, but, I mean, you know, it's all love. <laughs> you might not want him at this point. I love everybody in this room. Oh, you, man. Tanner, but I love you, dude. But, uh, <laughs> but anyways, um, honestly, come to think of it, I can definitely add Andre's team, and so I can take him, like, take his spot. Okay. Ooh. Definitely, I can. Like, okay. Like, I got a good feeling. I played him this week, and if I beat him, that's Ooh. a great chance. Oh. Three minutes ago. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But that'd be a great chance that I can. And, you know what I'm saying? I'll be here this week. Oh, somebody <laughs> off. Yeah, hurry up. Let me try to smoke. Okay. So I'm take more shots. But, uh, right. but uh, anyways, anyways, I do believe I can be Andre. But if I beat him this week, honestly, I have a great chance of winning. I actually have a great chance of going to the playoffs and doing what Justin did, being the underdogs and actually coming in. And oh, oh. Like, oh. Everybody knows that. Okay. Everybody's All right. Zero zero. 
So it sounds like you've got a couple people waiting on you to <laughs> to keep having fun in Vegas. So we'll let you go. But man, I'm so glad you called in. I knew that you'd be hyped to call in and uh Fuck yes. Um I'm super glad we got you on, man. I can't wait for this to go live tonight. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. I appreciate you guys for doing this again. Thank you for calling me. Please call me again anytime you want to. Oh, me, for sure. Me and, Tanner, <laughs> me and Tanner definitely have a plan of trying to do 2QB, you know what I'm saying, a podcast for that one. Because, oh. You know, Tanner, oh. Dude, that'll be fucking amazing. Okay. So we're still just talking about it. He has to get a better computer is what he says. So hopefully... He gets a better computer. We can actually do it. You know what I'm saying? So, but that's all in the future. The future is great. I love you guys. Fantasy fun boys for life. All right. <laughs> Thank you so much, Kitty. All right. We'll talk to you on the group, oh, yeah. man. Have fun in Vegas. All right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I love you guys. See you, Ziggy. All right. All right love you too, Bye, man. Kitty. See you. <laughs> that was wild. That was great. That was their best segment. That was fantastic. That could not have gone any better ever. It might need to be called the sh- the shit talk Tanner segment. <laughs> I think everybody coming on here is just talking shit to Tanner. Good. <laughs> he, he started off, all right, fuck you, Tanner. <laughs> okay, I think right. the big thing, um, which I think is amazing, and I hope they do it, um, a 2QB podcast done by yeah. Kenny and Tanner. That duo would be fantastic on air. That would be amazing. You know, it would be a bunch of differences that they can settle every week. And they would have a ton of dialogue and argument. Yeah. I think it's, I think it'd be great. I, please, I'm all please, for it. Please do that because I would love to, I don't really listen to our podcast because I've already heard them because I'm participating yeah. in them. And I, I want to listen to a podcast about one of my leagues. I think that would be awesome. Um, and, man, that would be a good duo to do one. <laughs> Geoff would love it. Geoff loves 2QB, so. Yeah, man, that would uh, – I I don't know if he was just – I hope that's a real thing happening because that would be awesome. Like, <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah, agreed. Oh, uh, man. I'm awful. Oh, that was exciting. Well, I've got – one more segment, and this isn't going to be our shit talk shout out. This is a new segment, maybe one time deal. Maybe we'll do it a couple other times. But we all know that our league has a legendary ranter in it. And oh, yeah. if you've ever watched the old episodes of Family Guys, there was a segment where Peter got a job on the local news called What Grinds Peter's Gears. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So this is going to be called What Grinds Adam's Gears. And we are calling him now. Adam's talking about doing the rookie draft. Oh, my God. (laughs) What Grinds Adam's Gears is live on the Dynasty Fuckboys podcast. How's it going, buddy? Oh, man. Long time no see. I know we had a, a good weekend last last weekend in Nashville. Thanks again for putting us up in the embassy suites, giving us some nice tickets to the game, man. That was a hell of a game, hell of a weekend. Yeah, man. Absolutely. It was, it was a blast. Uh, got to see my boy Derrick Henry. 
you know, he got 20 some odd touches and ran for quite a bit of yards. Uh, my boy Keenan Allen caught quite a bit of passes as well. And, uh, you know, all in all, just a great fun weekend in Nashville. Yeah, man, it, it was fun. It was, uh, it was a real good time, but I'm glad that you could call in just to, just to let us know what's grinding your gears this week, man. What is grinding my gears? Man, gotta say I am disappointed in the way a few things have worked out in terms of trades in this league. Oh. Oh. Disappointed is probably the best word that I can describe being. I mean, the OG worst trade, I don't want to say worst trade, but the trade that grinds my gears one of the most was two draft picks for debatably one of the best running backs for for the next decade. The infamous. (laughs) So, I, I don't know how you can top that. Um, but, but here we are, you know, controversially, we got another trade going through for, for the next, uh, LeBron James of running backs. Oh, I know where this is going. <laughs> no, I'll keep it light. I'll keep it light. I, oh. I, Do you know how to keep it light, Adam? I don't, yeah. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't understand it. Sure. You, you need some depth. Um, you get some draft picks, but we're talking about an 11 man keeper league and you got to have some star power, one or two guys that are going to help you, you know, get, get by. And when you trade your foundation away, I just, I struggle to see how it's going to produce. And for so little, I would have given you so much more. Oh man! Well, when you say it like that, you you come across as a little salty. Uh, a little bit. I mean, definitely put a little too much salt on my uh, on my meal tonight. <laughs> Extra sodium for Adam. I mean, what's your opinion of it, Cam? I I, I know you're a pretty in depth person on the analysis aspect of it. What do you think about trading away a foundation like that? that you know is going to be a top five fantasy player, not just not just a running back, but a fantasy player for debatably, arguably the next 10 years. So describe the, describe the trade for those who don't remember or uh, anybody who's tuning in for the first time outside the... So the, the trade, I believe, was a first round this year, David Montgomery, a first round in the future... And Ingram. And how's David how's David doing? <laughs> and uh, Mark Ingram for Saquon Barkley and a fourth. I don't know where the fourth came in. Um that probably confuses me more than anything, honestly. Um but I gotta be honest, my first reaction to seeing the trade was, God damn it, why didn't Jeffrey say Saquon Barkley is on the table? He would have had such a bidding war that he would have cleared the bank with offers. I mean, and just the people that we could have offered him. I, I wanted to give him so – my mouth was watering knowing that I could have had Saquon Barkley. Um, and I would have given him a fair value. I would have tried at least. But I um, I mean really my opinion on the trade is though he better hope that those first-round picks 
turn out to be great, and he better hope that David Montgomery gets more than two carries because that's all he got yeah. last week. I mean, also, you talked about he got a draft pick this year and a draft pick next year, um, which kind of leads into – it's a nice segue into you know the next topic that really grinds my gears. <laughs> so, honestly, man, value of draft picks, I think, are too high. But – we need to keep them high so I can keep trading them for top tier players. So, <laughs> shush. Me neither. <laughs> Plan on keeping it that way. I mean, you want to go into in depth in depth analysis. You're a, you're a stats guy. We Big got time. two teams that are in are below 500 this year and they have one thing in common pretty consistently compared to a lot of other teams is they stocked up on draft picks very true and they have depth but don't have any star power so every year they're fighting to be in the game until they get that rookie that's going to click. But really, you're not going to get that for probably nothing short of a top five pick. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's so, true. It's got a hit. I don't know. I, I think trades are valued way too high, and that grinds my gears a little bit. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. I think, I'm sorry. I might have misspoke. Rookie draft picks. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, I misspoke. Rookie, I'm a, I'm a little under the uh, weather. Oh, under the weather? Is that what they're calling <laughs> it these days? It is. <laughs> oh, man. It well, is. Adam, do you have any you have any closing remarks? Any, any last bits to say? Uh, yes, I do. I have two things to say real quick. Uh, one, just want to say, I didn't even remember who was in the league last year because they were so quiet, never did any trades, nothing like that. Grinded <laughs> my gears quite a bit. And uh, had a shitty-ass team, and then we just got some guy, random guy, never met him in my life, named Kyle. Seems like a good dude. I'm just kidding. He's a great guy. Um, great, hell of a mustache. Um, and just has turned this team around yeah. to the point that it's beating me. Like, fuck. A Cinderella story, for real. I'm, I'm a little mad now. <laughs> Your gears, gears are grinding. <laughs> I literally, the, the swap, I maybe mean, it was flat, but uh, we got the swap, and I was all for it. And basically what I did was just added someone to the to the pool that's going to drop me down. He's Grind, got a I'm higher record. My own gears. Yeah. I'm grinding my own gears right now. <laughs> Yeah, you were definitely one of the bigger proponents of getting uh, Hazy and Lanier out, which now I'm glad happened because now we have ten people who are active in the league. But uh, yeah, that's gotta that's gotta feel weird to have somebody that you brought in uh, having a better record. My ass. <laughs> oh, what's your second last final um, remark? Oh, my final thing is I just put a poll in the group me. Um, so everyone go take a look at that. Uh, it'll probably be expired um, by the time. Is this live? Uh, no, it'll it'll be live tonight. Okay, well, I hope people hear this and go fill out that poll. I believe we should have a live rookie draft next year, next season. Oh. I don't know where, but I don't know. It's been a couple of years in the league. 
I feel like it's only going to grow and continue to get more intense. Let's have a rookie draft live. Okay. All right. We will we'll see how that poll goes, and we'll we'll look into that. But that would definitely be a a wild time wherever we decide that may be. I think Siggy said Vegas. Oh boy, <laughs> that's expensive. I followed up with Atlantic City. So. Two hundred bucks at the fucking blackjack table on the first two nights. Oh god. <laughs> I was thinking more like slots, you know, just <laughs> something cheaper, you know. Maybe maybe like the Motel Eight uh, off the off the side of the road of Chattanooga. <laughs> oh, in Chattanooga. Okay. So I might not even get a hotel. Okay, yeah, you just stay there the whole time. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Oh. Alrighty. Yeah, man, thank you so much for being on here. That was What Grinds Adam's Gears. <laughs> Hopefully we can get you back on here again sometime, man. That was fun. Absolutely. Awesome, man. You have a good one. Uh, I hope you feel better since you're under the weather, as they're calling it these days. Yeah, I might go smoke some weed to feel better. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Thanks for coming on. Yep, anytime. All right. See you, buddy. Love you. Love you. I didn't know if you were going to say love you back. (laughs) (laughs) You just got it out. Oh, man. Oh, that was good. Okay. Two great segments. That was, this is an all time podcast right now. For sure. Um, And it's about to get even better. Well, I have an update real quick. Uh, The. Redskins and Vikings game going on. 0-0 still, 11 minutes in the first quarter. And Diggs has already fumbled. So This is fantastic for me. So Washington is, has a third and one right now on the Minnesota side of the field. But nobody, not too big of scoring right now. Paul Richardson has the most points in this game so far. Or besides the defenses. So... That's your live update here from the Dynasty Fuck Boys, brought to you by Sleeper. You heard it here last. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, God. So, this is the part of the show where I lost a bet. And I promised that if I lost to Siggy, <laughs> that I would be singing the Stranger Things song, Never you in its Work. For the entire podcast in its entirety. Yes, th- yes, that is correct. I do remember you saying that. I um, let me finish the rest of my white claw. Okay, it's lit. Are you ready, Siggy? I'm ready. I'm ready for. I've been waiting the whole episode for this. Now I don't have the lyrics memorized, so I did find a video on YouTube that plays yeah. the music and has the lyrics with Dustin and Susie singing. So. <laughs> Uh, you will hear them along with my beautiful voice, but I'm, uh, man, Emily's in the other room. She's going to think this, like, what the fuck is he doing in there? <laughs> but I'm going to, I'm going to belt give you that ring back. I am. <laughs> oh, you're belting this. <laughs> I'm going to, I mean, I'm a, I want to be a man of my word. If I'm going to sing it, I'm not going to half-ass it. I'm going to give y'all what y'all came to see. Fair, fair enough. A, I like, I like your energy. I like okay. your commitment. Yep. I'm ready to hear it. Okay, man. Uh, well, we started this show with the Stranger Things theme song, as you will have heard by now. And uh, let's get right into it. I hope that the mic picks up the background, but uh, fuck it. Let's go.
Much as in her face, mirror of your dreams. Believe I'm everywhere, given in the light, written on the pages in the answer to a never-ending story. the stars, fly a fantasy, dream a dream, everything is seen, ran the deepest secrets and fell behind the clouds, there upon a rainbow is the answer to a never-ending story. Ah, story. Ah. Oh my God! <laughs> that you heard that it, works, boys. That was beautiful. <laughs> I had to mute my mic because <laughs> there was too much laughter going on to where nobody was going to be able to hear you sing this. So that was fantastic. Oh, so, I felt you great. would fit right in with the group. <laughs> would that right was... in with the kids for Stranger Things. That was great. You know, what only thing that pisses me off is this stupid lyric video. They did some dumbass transitions because it was probably like a five-year-old who made this video. So it was it was doing this weird fade in when the lyrics would start. So sometimes I could I didn't know the words that were coming out. So I uh, oh, I did the no. best I could though. Um, I really got into it at one point. I started picking up the mic. I uh, I was feeling it, man. I love that. That song. was gold. That was good. Oh man, that's a that's a great way to play us out. I think. Um, <laughs> I can't wait to hear this live. Uh, do you have any uh, final remarks for what probably is the best podcast we've done so far, in my opinion? I don't think we can close it out any better than that. That was yeah. that was great. Uh, every every segment was good. Analysis was good. You singing was good, and I'm pretty sure my wife is stuck outside. So okay, this is the first right. time. <laughs> Perfect, man. All right, man. Thank you as always, and we'll uh, we'll see y'all next week. Have a good week, seven, eight. <laughs>